Welcome back to Reflections of Darkness. I'm your gorgeous drag hostess, Evil, on lockdown in my lair of eternal damnation. <laughs> well, I hope all of you out there are quarantined with lots of toilet paper. <laughs> and I want to thank you for listening to me while being sequestered away, avoiding the deadly COVID-19 virus. So let's get to it. First things first, I fucked up on last week's episode and need to make a reflection retraction. During quick reflection last time, while reviewing In the Mouth of Madness, I said H.G. Wells when I clearly meant H.P. Lovecraft, so you can stop sending me messages about that. Thank you. Speaking of which, here are tonight's quick reflections. And for those of you who don't know, quick reflections are where I give a quick review of a movie I've watched, or movies that I've watched since the last episode, that I want to give a shout out to, but not a whole episode. So our first quick reflection is 1990s Tremors. Oh, fuck yes, this film is one of my faves. I watch this one at least a couple times a year. This one came out when I was, you know, at an influential time in my formative movie years. That's why I always rate it high, because of the nostalgia factor. And because Kevin Bacon with that fluffy, feathery mullet does something to me. <laughs> so yes, definitely recommend the original Tremors. I know there have been lots of sequels. Mm, no. First one, best one. The rest, if you want to do a movie marathon day of just Tremors movies, maybe end with the good one. I don't know. Second quick reflection is 2002's The Ring. Now, this movie was the first movie that I watched since I was a little kid that actually scared my horror-desensitized brain. On this rewatch, it was not as scary as I remember, but it holds up well enough. And it gave me hope when I was younger that scary movies could still be made. I've lost that hope since then, but I still enjoy them. <laughs> now, quick reflection number three, 2015's Howl. This is an English werewolf on a train movie. I love this movie, and this movie, like our main feature tonight, shows again how some people are dicks and deserve to die. This movie has cool transitions, scenes were great, cast was cool, special effects, very good, and I really liked the ending. Um, so definitely catch that. So that was Quick Reflections, and you know, without further ado... And yeah, I'll tell you all my other ado after the main feature. Our main feature tonight is The Dolls from 1987. I hope you enjoy. Tonight's movie, The Dolls from 1987. 
Now, like all the other movies that I've been reviewing, I'd never seen this before. And again, I don't know how I missed it. So good. So good. I mean, it through the whole thing, it gives me that kind of, are you afraid of the dark, tales from the dark side, monsters kind of vibe. And I don't know if it's because of the way it was filmed or the people in it or what, but it was... It, it, it made me feel nostalgic, and I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. We start off with the title sequence, which is just black background, doll heads, and white title cards. The heads give everything a nice, creepy intro. You soon find out that this is kind of an English movie. Set in England, I mean, not just in English, because clearly I don't read subtitles. <laughs> it opens up with this gorgeous car flying down the road, these two British, I don't want to say punk girls, because they're mostly poppy. They're definitely rebels with no brains. But they almost get run off the road by this gorgeous car. Baby, you almost hit them. You want me to go back and try a second time? Then cut to, in the car, woman, man, child. Woman, full fur coat, in this gorgeous big car, giving me Cruella de Vil vibes. With, and her head wrap is giving me, you know, a little bit of little Edie vibes. But I digress. This woman, we come to find out, is Rosemary. And she is a complete see you next Tuesday. She almost runs those people off the road. She's clearly rude to her new husband. And I want to say boy toy, but they look fairly similar in age. But I don't know what she gets out of it because she seems to hate this man. I don't know. We'll get back to that. So they're driving. They get stuck in the rain. Or they get stuck. And then they see a house off in the distance. They're like, well, we should go there for help. And they're walking through the woods. And for some reason... Rosemary, the stepmother, evil stepmother, they always do that, grabs the little girl's teddy bear and chucks it into the woods for no reason, just so she'll be faster. I don't know. It was a very weird scene. But right after that scene, the teddy bear comes to life and is 10 feet tall. And then a real bear rips through the teddy bear thing, kills the parents, and the little girl just goes, aw, Teddy. And then you find out that's all a fucking daydream. I was like, no, these parents deserved that. They're terrible to this little girl. Ugh, this little girl, Judy, with an overact imagination, who is clearly a little homicidal because she just imagined her father and stepmother being torn apart by a bear. But, you know, again, I digress. I love her. Now we get to see the house. This house is gorgeous, old, gothic, English house. Just off in the woods by itself. It's gorgeous. They break in, get caught by 
Gabriel and his wife Hillary, the people who own the house. And they look at like something out of an old novel of Victorian times. Lots of velvet and lace and pipes. And they're actually nice to the little girl, which is so refreshing. And the parents are still dicks to this child in front of strangers. I, I, I mean, I get it. You can be a dick to your child, but you're not a dick to your child in public. I mean, have some sort of, you know, shame about it. Anyway, so they're around the table eating, and Judy, the little girl, gets a doll from the old man that we find out makes dolls in this lovely old house in the woods. He gets a Mr. Punch, and if you guys know anything about British anything, you know that Punch and Judy dolls were a big thing. So it was, you know, kismet that Punch got his Judy. Cut to the next scene where they're still sitting at the table and the two girls bust in completely soaking wet. And then Ralph, the cutest little chubby 30-year-old virgin that is absolutely adorable. They bust in soaking wet. The girls are absolutely inappropriate. But one thing I have to say is they're out in that pouring rain and their makeup didn't move. What kind of waterproof motherfucking shit do they have? And tell me where I can get it. There's a bathroom next door if you want to take that paint off your faces. The rain has streaked it. It ain't paint. It's makeup. And it's not streaked. It's supposed to look like this. It is. Because damn. So we find out the punk girls are Isabel and Enid. And they are a hoot. They are completely inappropriate. Rude. They're like millennials. <laughs> Just kidding. Not really. And then Ralph is the guy who picked them up on the side of the road trying to be a nice guy. Oh, Ralph. Come on, dad bod. I have to put in here that his last movie was Burlesque with Cher and Christina. And then sadly, he died in 2014. But he was still cute up until the end. The two punk girls, one of they're both dressed like 80s Madonna ripoffs. But the one in the black Madonna ripoff, her outfit was everything. But she needed to steal Enid's boy toy uh, belt to complete her look to perfection. But again, they were terrible. So you've got the terrible teens i guess and then rosemary and david the parents or the step parent and parent of judy they're awful all these people deserve whatever they're gonna get i mean the complete strangers ralph and the two older people are really nice to judy i mean and here's another thing that i talked about earlier besides her money what is attractive about rosemary i mean what's attracting rosemary to this guy because she clearly can't stand him. She's always snipping and sniping at him and bitching at him. I mean, he must have a massive dick if she just puts what up with him that she seems to hate him so much. I don't know what their deal was. They didn't really flesh it out. So the, they all get put up in their own rooms. There are dolls literally everywhere. And you get to see them kind of move when nobody's watching. The eyes move. They smile. And when the eyes move, you can see that they're bloodshot. Such a good touch. 
oh, this movie. Well, so everybody's off in their rooms doing their things. The punk girls are playing loud music, being rude to the lady owner. And then one of them's like, well, I'm going to go look around the house for stuff I can steal. Well, bitch, she gets what she deserves. These dolls are not fucking with her, okay? There's the scene with the music box where she's stealing some hairbrushes and other things in this room. And they grab this girl and just bash her head into the wall like four or five times. Then the little girl sees her and the punk girl's like, help me. And the dolls just drag her away, leaving this big, long blood trail. And the little girl's just like, huh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess I'll go talk to Ralph. Oh, no, wait. She does go talk to her parents first, but her parents are like, fuck you, get out. I don't believe you. Stop making up stories. That is the theme of this movie, is the parents are shit to the child, thinking that everything's made up and they get what they get in the end. Fun fact about Judy in this movie. Dolls was her last movie. After that, she's like, nah, I don't want to be an actress anymore. I'm going to be a lawyer. And she did. Look, lovely, lovely, lovely for her. So Judy goes and wakes up Ralph because no one else will believe her. Maybe Ralph will. So Judy tells Ralph, oh no, you know, one of the girls has been fucked up and you need to come help me. And he's like, oh, it's just a dream. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's the little people. Yeah, sure. Right. And then he sees the blood on her shoes. He's like, oh shit, you weren't kidding, were you? And so they go looking for this girl. It was around here. You're not sure? What do you want from me? So they find a blood trail. And what do they do? They follow the blood trail. Why would you follow a blood trail? As soon as you see blood, you wake everybody up. Jesus, these amateurs. Anyway, they find the blood trail and they follow it to the attic. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. Let's go up to an attic in a house that is not yours, following a blood trail that you don't know what happened. Oh, people in movies are so stupid sometimes. Anyway, they go up into the attic, and this scene is really, really cool, too. Do you think they took her up to the attic, Ralph? I don't know. Maybe there's just a window open up there, or uh, maybe a hole in the roof. I'll tell you what, wait here, and I'll go check. Why, well, I've been in attics before. Okay, come on. They see all this torture device stuff, so stocks and Iron Maidens, and there's this, I think it's an electric chair, but they don't look at it because the punk girl is in it, and the lightning flashes, and you see her for just a second, and she's got doll eyes, and she's all bloody. I'm like, that was the coolest scene, but how did they not see it or hear it? Because they're right next to it. I don't know, but it was a really cool scene. So Ralph and Judy go back and Ralph is banging on people's doors trying to get help because now he thinks, oh God, there's something wrong. Immediately, the people are like, what do you mean? Why is there blood on you? Why are you with this little girl? Clearly you're a murdering pedophile. And they all turn on him. And he's like, no, what are you talking about? I'm the good guy here. And the little girl, she doesn't help his case at all. So everybody goes back into their room. The other punk girl goes back to her room, listening to her 80s boombox, 
And then all of a sudden, boom, the pun intended, the boom box falls to the ground and like shatters like it's made of glass. Cheap ass radio. But where the radio was are all these dolls. But she doesn't get it. She's like, oh, I don't know what's happening. So she just lights a candle and then starts walking through the house, I guess looking for her friend. So Ralph and Judy are in the kitchen and he's like, I don't know what's going on. And then Punch, the doll, says, you know what's going on, Ralph. You know. Cut to Rosemary painting her nails in someone else's bed, in someone else's house, painting them red on white sheets. How fucking clueless and rude are you that you would do this? I mean, that's why in this scene, she gets fucked up by all these dolls. I mean, there are dolls with knives and scissors and screwdrivers and little saws, and they just start stabbing and at one point trying to cut her hand off. And she's just, she's kicking them, but they're not really getting away. And then there's this one doll that takes a bite out of her, which totally reminded me of the doll scene from Barbarella, which I love that scene. And then she gets out into the hall somewhere, and she's just standing there. And all of a sudden, these two dolls with a hacksaw are trying to cut off her leg, which is the funniest scene ever because she's just standing there letting them do it. I'm like, bitch, kick these things. Then, for some unknown reason, there are dolls behind her. There are dolls in front of her in front of this window. So what does she do? She runs towards the dolls in front of the window and jumps through the window. Why did you jump through the window? I So I just don't know what happened with that. But it was an amazing scene and, you know, everything. Now, on another part of the house, the punk girl's walking around with a candle. But she hears something, so she blows out her candle. And what's happening? The old lady of the house, Hillary, is walking through the house in an old nightgown, pushing a baby carriage with a doll in it. Just talking to the doll, walking around in the dark in the middle of a thunderstorm. Creepy. Okay, great scene, but still, scary, creepy, crazy. That's the new TLC CD. Scary, creepy, crazy. Side note, I love all the candle work in this movie. There's lots of candles, candelabras, lighters. I don't know, something about it. It's very nice. So, what's her face? Enid, going through the house again with her lit candle, finds where the attic is. So she goes up to the attic. And again, there's all that torture stuff in the attic, which is so cool. I mean, I want an Iron Maiden for my layer of eternal damnation. But she finds Isabel sitting against a far wall, but you don't really see her. You just see a silhouette of her. And she gets closer. She gets closer with her lighter. She's talking to her. And Isabel's like, go away, go away, go back. And then she puts the lighter closer to her face and you see that she has doll eyes stuck into where her real eyes are and they fall out and get stuck in the blood by her legs and she picks them up and puts them next to her head like she's looking out of them super creep part and i love it all of a sudden dolls start attacking enid i think that's her name enid yes and she lights one on fire and it totally works she's like oh i see what's gonna happen then she takes off her boy toy belt, which, again, I want one of those so bad. And she just starts wailing on these little dolls. 
and the the porcelain cracks away and there's these little like mummified bodies under there and i'm like what the hell are these things but she kicks some ass with that and it's amazing she leaves the attic and she's running down and all of a sudden she's confronted by a little firing squad of toy soldiers where they just shoot her and fucking kill her So Enid's dead now. So now we see the father getting in bed with, I don't know who, there's a figure under the sheets and he's getting in bed with her and she's not reacting and he's trying to play and he smells himself and he's like, oh, I need to take a shower. I was like, ooh, are we going to get to see a naked dad in the shower scene? No. Boo. Cut to... Ralph and Judy in the doll room. Judy takes him there because they need to talk to the little people, i.e. the dolls. Side note, how many dolls, toys did they have for this movie? I mean, there is so many. The doll effects, I think, still stand up. They're pretty good. The moving the heads, the creepy smiles, the eyes... Some of those stuff where they're actually moving and like gesturing and talking and whatnot. Not so much, but still, you know, worth it. Ralph tries to get out of this room because he freaks out. And he starts like stomping on the dolls and kicking the dolls. And they're like, no, don't piss off the dolls. They could fucking kill you. And they start to dogpile him. The woman starts screaming. Or not the woman, the little girl Judy starts screaming. No, no, stop, stop. He's good or whatever. Then the dog dolls have this little i don't know what do you want a doll conference and decide that ralph is a kid at heart so he gets to live cut back to the father getting in bed finally figures out that something's wrong pulls the sheet down dead rosemary with half her head missing like latches onto him and he pulls her out of the bed and he freaks out and he thinks Ralph did it. He thinks Ralph is just this murdering guy. Breaks a chair to go kill Ralph. So the dad goes on a rampage trying to kill Ralph. Trying to avenge Rosemary. I must be hallucinating. That means dreaming. You're not. But how? You! You're dead meat! Your father sounds upset. He looks upset too. Killed Rosemary. No, he didn't. Yeah, no, he didn't. And who did? Um, I don't know. Little people. And 
basically Ralph gets some balls, punches him in the face, and yay, Ralph is the hero. But then he gets knocked out from all the dolls, and the little girl, I think, gets knocked out. So then he's about to strike the fatal blow to Ralph, and all of a sudden, boom, something gets stuck in his hand. What is it? Oh, it's the punch doll. He's thrown a screwdriver in his hand or something, and now he's like, what the fuck? This punch doll is alive. So he starts chasing the punch doll, knocking shit out of the way, killing shells, whatever. During this scene, is very funny, the dolls pull Ralph away, which they had to have a lot of dolls. That was a big boy. They pull the little girl away out into another room. The um, punch scene with the drill, where uh, he gets a drill and he's going to do it, and the dad just unplugs it and yanks the cord and grabs punch and then just hammers his head into oblivion, killing Punch, sadly. Fuck you, Cloney! All of a sudden, Gabriel and Hillary bust in going, what are you doing? Look at this mess you've made. And the father's like, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. I'm the hero here. You don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy and you're old witch and blah, 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 this part. So Gabriel pops open his little pocket watch, which I think is the catalyst for how he turns the dad into the punch doll that he destroyed. In, I might say, the cutest pajamas. This like gold and black uh, block print. Very... Uh, harlequin-esque i loved it i want a pair so he turns the father into a punch doll which is a great scene you can't get rid of the moon toys will be here for as long as children want they're the heart and soul of childhood hillary and i think the bitterness people feel as adults can turn to love if they surrender to the goodwill toys provide some people can be saved we give everyone a sporting chance but the others, like you, well, they have to start over and play a new role in the big game. And you still don't know what's happening. Then cut to... It's sunrise, and Ralph and Judy are asleep in the like lounge or whatever. They wake him up, and Judy's like, well, where's my dad? And Gabriel, the old doll maker, says... Oh, your dad left without you. He left a note. He and Rosemary are going to move to another country, change their names, and you get to go live with your mother forever, and you'll never see us again, conveniently. Then Ralph goes, what about the two girls? (laughs) And Gabriel just pulls the paper out. Oh, yeah, we took the two girls with us. And before Ralph can look at the paper, Gabriel throws it into the fire. So convenient. So then Ralph has to take Judy back to Boston, and the father left money for them to do all of that. Convenient. And Judy was like, oh, I want to come back. And the wife says, great line, says, oh, write us a letter and let us know when you want to come back, and we'll get the house all dolled up for you. Such a great, such a great line. So as Ralph and Judy are driving away, you hear Judy talking, Are you married? No. Do you want to be married? My mother is very pretty. Have you ever wanted a daughter? This little girl is a matchmaker. 
Then you get a little flash of the new dolls in the house, the four of them. You've got the punch doll, the little woman doll with the head wrap and the silver nightdress. And then you have the two punk girl dolls, which are very cute and I totally want them. At the end credits, you see another car get stuck in the mud outside the front of this house. Another dysfunctional couple and their child. And you're led to believe that this just repeats itself over and over again, which is why they had so many dolls. Well, that was pretty much it. I probably rambled here and there, but you know what? Get over it. Uh, another side note to this uh, movie was that they were pushing for a sequel that would have cent uh, centered around Ralph and Judy in Boston, and I'm guessing Judy's mother, years later, and they get a package from Gabriel and Hillary of two dolls of Gabriel and Hillary, and I'm sure craziness would have ensued after that, but it never got off the ground. Too bad, because that would have been fun if they did it right and had the same people. But the little girl retired, so I don't know. So that was 1987's The Dolls. Well, I give that movie 8 out of 10 boy toy belts. <laughs> Definitely one I would go back to. Uh, yeah. It was a fun it was a fun movie and I, again I can't believe I've never seen this. I know I say that a lot, but really, I can't believe I didn't I've never seen this. Well, that's all. So stay safe everyone. Wash your hands. Don't use up all the toilet paper in the world. Stay away from people who are sick or just stay away from people period. It's worked for me for years. You can follow me on Evil Queen SF on Instagram, and please follow Reflections of Darkness on Instagram, and DM me any questions, comments, concerns. I'm still waiting for more uh, suggestions on what I should call you guys. I've had quite a few now, and some of them are great, and some of them are not, so, you know, keep those coming in, and until next time... Keep watching scary movies. I know I will be. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>